Hello and good afternoon, everyone. This is Andrea St. Louis, owner of Step Into Purpose Consulting and the author of the book, 40 Days Lighter, A Devotional Journey for Women Determined to Live Free. And I'm here with another episode of Wisdom Wednesdays. I'm helping you to embrace your purpose, develop language for your calling, and find opportunities to flourish in your personal and professional life. I want you to find your pathway, your open door to a life lived on purpose. So join me every Wednesday at noon, and let's take back the middle of our week. No more hump day blues. Let's get motivated and step into purpose. For today's episode of Wisdom Wednesdays, I want to give you part three of working your resume. We've talked about the do's and don'ts of what's included in your resume. We've also talked about some ways to ensure that you stay on track when you are writing your resume. And so if you've missed either of those, go back to the past episodes, part one and part two of working your resume and get caught up and then go ahead and listen to today's episode. So to begin, I want to talk to you a little bit about knowing how to tell your story the right way, how to tell the right story the right way. And so sometimes what the right story looks like will depend on what job, what position, what type of company you're applying to. And so one of the things I really want to encourage job seekers to do or those who are going through career transitions or you're just looking to prepare for the future is to really get clear on what it is that you want out of your career. It's important to know your own story. And so I'm going to give you a few components um, that go along with knowing that story. Um, Another word for it is your career narrative, but I want to help you really fine tune what it is you want out of the work that you do. Where is that place of purpose for you? So before we dive deep into this topic, I want to share a few preliminary thoughts on how we create the building blocks for a cohesive and meaningful um, career story that we can share not only with our managers and mentors, but with our peers or with those that we may engage in the community or in our volunteer experiences. Um, Maybe you serve in a, a house of worship or a place of faith, um, how do we share this story on the go? And so one of the things I found is that when individuals are looking for a job, they often start with the job itself. So we go online, we um, look up, you know, different positions. We want to fill out the application. We want to submit our resume. Hopefully we can get in touch with someone. And then we want to go on the interview. Um, you know, once upon a time, the our career paths look very straightforward, very linear. You know, you go to school, you get an education, you might, might do an internship, you may have a few part-time jobs here or there, but then you're going to get a full-time job once you graduate from college, and boom, you're suddenly going to be in your desired career. But over the last 10 to 15 years, we can probably say that the world hasn't quite worked that way anymore. Um, and so more and more college graduates end up, you know, living at home again, or taking jobs that don't have anything to do with the degrees that they've completed. Now, as a professor, I will say, I believe in the power of a college education. I truly believe that it is an asset. It is a necessity. Um, It's often a baseline requirement for certain fields. However, it is not a qualification in and of itself. By itself, it is not enough to land you in your career. And so, 
it's really important to make sure that along your education journey, along your working journey, you are taking stock of the skills, the knowledge, the accomplishments that you have under your belt, but also be very aware of what your weaknesses are. Where are your areas of opportunity? Where are the areas that you still need to grow in? What are the things that you still need to learn? Maybe you know a lot about accounting, but you are not very good with computers or um bookkeeping software, maybe that's a way to help grow your expertise and broaden your career opportunity um, field. The truth is that for most of us, our journeys will be non-linear. They're going to zig and zag. They're going to be up and down. We're going to take some steps forward, some steps backwards. And the ultimate goal is to arrive at this place of purpose. But the reality is that every job that you have really can be a place of purpose if you can commit to learning specific skills or gaining a specific kind of knowledge or getting practice using certain skills in um, whatever role you have at the moment. And so what I would like for you to take a moment and do as you're listening to this podcast, and I'm hoping that maybe you're taking some notes, is ask yourself the following questions. Who am I? What do I want to do? What do I already know? What do I still need to learn? Or what do I have a desire to learn? What have I accomplished so far? What do I hope to accomplish in the future? And give that a timeline. What do I hope to accomplish in the next year, three years, five years, 10 years? And again, remember, these timelines aren't to use to judge yourself if you don't meet them, but they're to help give you guardrails so that you know what direction you're heading in and how fast you need to get there. Or maybe that you need to slow down and really invest in being in the moment. Ask yourself, what impact do I want to have on my world? And lastly, what legacy would I like to leave behind me? What legacy would I like to leave behind? These are all important parts of your career story, your professional development story. It's essential for you to be able to define yourself. I believe in a previous uh, podcast episode, I talked about not waiting for an employer um, if you're working for someone else or for a client if you're an entrepreneur to define who you are. You need to have a clear definition of who you are and who you would like to be um, outside of their thoughts and opinions because it's going to help you really fine-tune what is for you and what is not. As much as we, we love opportunities because it's like... I have, you know, all these open doors in front of me, but it's just as important to know what doors not to go through. Not every door is for you. Not every door is for you. And so as we continue on this journey, I'm going to give some quick tips to help clarify that career story, how you can put together a solid elevator pitch or Um, informal or formal narrative that you can use as you, whether you're writing your resume, cover letter, or just having everyday conversations that can lead you towards that place of purpose. So tip number one, do a personal SWOT analysis. Do a personal SWOT analysis. And I mentioned this briefly on our last episode of Wisdom Wednesdays, but it's important to understand what your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats are. What does that look like in the context of career development? What are the things that you're good at? 
Where are you already a shining star? What, what are the things that make you come alive? And you they just naturally come to you. You do them well. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are the things that are still a challenge for you? Where are the areas that you can level up in? What are the skills you don't currently possess? Or what is it that you do not know that is necessary for that short-term, mid-intermediate-term, or long-term goal that you have for your career? Do you need to strengthen um, your communication skills? Do you need to strengthen your ability to problem-solve creatively? And identify some resources to help you do that. There are books, there are videos, there are workshops, there are online courses that you can do, and there, of course, are in-person classes. Um, And I would love one day to do a workshop on how we can, in our everyday working relationships, build our um, business acumen and build our career vocabulary and just really build solid relationships um, as it relates to strengthening our weaknesses. There is someone in your circle that is good at something that you are struggling with. Opportunities. What are your career opportunities? Sometimes we limit ourselves here because we are looking for a job that has a specific title and not necessarily um, concerning ourselves with the actual responsibilities of the role, of the the actual uh, growth opportunities in the role. I say focus more on what the job does than what the job is called. Now, of course, when you're talking about a situation where job title and salary are you know, related, then obviously you want to have those conversations, know your worth, know your value, make sure that you are um, being paid what you're worth, Um, but also see the value of the opportunity. It may not have the title you want, but it may offer you the ability to build on skills that you really need to build on and maybe haven't had the chance to do in your nine to five just yet. And don't be afraid to take a step backwards to develop those opportunities. Sometimes getting your foot in the door um, at a, a lower space is more helpful than waiting years and years to step into that role at a higher, you know, in a higher position. Um, and you don't have the experience to sustain you there. What are your opportunities? Think broadly about this. What are the broad range of your interests? This is why it's so important to know what it is that you want what it is you want. What are your opportunities? Write these down. Literally write down jobs that you you think would be good for you, even if you're not actively looking, even if they're not in your region, because as you pull these job descriptions, you're going to get clearer and clearer on what it is that you actually want to do. Other oppor- uh, uh, Other ways to see this opportunity section as opportunities for development. What access do you have to resources to help you grow? Um, as well as opportunities to create something for yourself. Threats. Um, Before I go on to threats, opportunities. Also consider the opportunities for your field. Are you working in a growing field? Is there expansion on the horizon for this field? Are there more jobs opening up in this field? Are there more opportunities in a particular city or state for this particular career than there are where you are right now. Consider those as part of your opportunities as well. And then threats. Obviously, downsizing is always a concern. Will there be downsizing at your company? Are you prepared should there be downsizing? Um, other threats. Technolo- technological developments. Will your job be either outsourced or um, will it be uh, automated in the near future? What are the skills you need to 
learn what are the skills you need to gain and develop so that you still have a job even if your job becomes automated other threats is there a particular working habit is there something about your work ethic your business practices um your accountability um your ability to report accurately that threatens your career development what are those things that have been a threat to your career development and your career growth even something as simple, and this is a personal one for me, as poor time management can be a threat. I know some of us may have put it in the weakness category, but the fact of the matter is it becomes an external threat in the sense that others are either considering you or not considering you because they don't know if they can count on you to show up. What are the threats? Do a personal SWOT analysis. Next, you really want to take time to think about what are the meaningful experiences you've had in your life, whether that is your um, educational experiences, your work experiences, internship, volunteering, um, community service. Um, Even if you're an at-home parent, what are the most meaningful experiences you've had managing your household that have contributed to your skill set, your knowledge base, your... um, overall ability to contribute in a particular role should you decide to go back into the workforce or as an entrepreneur how have you developed your expertise what is that aha moment that you had that led you to start your business what is your most meaningful experience and along with those meaningful experience how did it change your goals what are your top three goals for your career what is it that you want to do as you step into the future that's ahead of you. Have you truly assessed the direction that you're going in? If you were to be asked right now, if your supervisor came over to your desk on this wonderful Wednesday and asked you, hey, Andrea, what is the next role you want to take on? Do you have an answer for that? Knowing these things, even when we are not actively job searching, are not only helpful, but they help to alleviate some of the stress of preparation, of preparation for when opportunities do arise. The truth of the matter is that we have a lot of work. We have enough work to put in researching the company, researching the position, thinking up ideas to bring to the interview with us that, you know, ways that we can contribute But if we already know what we're bringing to the table, that's one less thing to be pressured about as we write our resumes, as we complete applications, as we reach out um, to those in our network who can either help us um, move forward in our careers or get in touch with the, the, the individuals who have the position that we're seeking. The fact of the matter is that if we know ourselves ahead of time and we know what we want and know what we're looking for, we help to put parameters on our job search. Um... That just throwing darts out in the dark does not allow for like it, it, it. We it's very it can be very time consuming to do a job search to begin with. Why not prepare yourself ahead of time? And so some practical things that you can do: get a journal that you're writing down the answers to some of these questions that I've asked. Um, look up what other questions you might want to ask yourself. What is the vision for your life? Write a personal vision statement. Write a personal personal mission statement. What do you want to do? Who do you want to do it for? What population are you looking to serve? What demographic? Who is your target population? 
What type of industry do you want to work in? What are your non-negotiables? What are the things you must have? What are the things you refuse to tolerate in the work that you do? Um, Answer these questions ahead of time so that you are prepared. Knowing the salary you want is good, but it is not enough as you prepare for your job search and you um, look to work your resume. An effective resume will really communicate not only your accomplishments over your assignments. Remember, employees want to know what you accomplished, not just what you were assigned, but it will help you target your language to the audience that wants to hear your story. It will help you connect even before they've met you in person. It will open doors that maybe you might not get to, to, to do in person. Know your career story. Know how to tell the right story at the right time. And I hope that as you work your resume, that doors of favor will open before you and that you will step into your place of purpose and that you will work with all your heart. I hope this has been good. Have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Wisdom Wednesdays with Step Into Purpose. This is your host, Andrea St. Louis, and I'm glad that you have joined me on this journey towards purpose. Meet me here every Wednesday at noon so that we can take back the middle of our week, get motivated, and move forward. You can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Step Into Purpose Consulting. No dashes or spaces, and that is Step In, the number two purpose consulting. And you can also visit www.stepinthenumber2purpose.com for all of your purpose-focused inspiration and resume writing and career strategy building needs. Thank you and have a wonderful afternoon.